Hi, and welcome back to Wire to Wire with Nolan RECC. I'm Sarah Fellis, Communications Manager with Nolan, and today I'm in a special location. I'm really excited to be here with you guys today. I'm at Hinton's Orchard and Farm. Orchard and Farm, right? Orchard and Farm Market, There yes. we go, okay. Yeah. Um, so, Jeremy, and then I'm going to talk to your wife, uh, Joanna, too, yes. here in just a minute, but I appreciate you welcoming me in uh, sure. to your farm yeah, market thanks here. thanks for coming. We appreciate having you. And this is out, and we'll talk a little bit more about location and that kind of stuff, sure. but we're out in LaRue County, kind of on the way to Campbellsville, right? Right, on the okay. way to Campbellsville just barely still in LaRue County. We're okay. almost to the edge. Okay. All right. So we're here talking about, uh, because you guys are such a big part of LaRue County. Um, it, if you are around LaRue County or really even Hardin or, or surrounding counties, they know who the Hintons are. Uh, and so I appreciate you kind of helping us to know a little bit more about your history. And sure. um, and you all, have, you all have been in this area for a long time as well. At least you have. We I have, about yes. Joanna. And my family's been here for a long time. I'm actually uh, eighth generation LaRue County. And, wow. Um, and all eight generations have farmed in different ways uh, in the county so it, it's kind of neat to look back at the history and see how um, the family has been involved in different parts of the community and, and in agriculture wow. um, through the years. So. Eight generations. Yeah. That's amazing. Well that's really cool. So so tell me about just about you. So you were born you were born in this area or? I, I was. I was actually born kind of on the other side of the county closer to Magnolia um, and my parents farmed there was only child. Um, grew up in that that part of the county um, which is actually closer to where my um, Raglan ancestors uh, my mother's side of the family where they where they were and still are now um, and then um, graduated from Lurie County High School and went to UK and um, got a degree in agriculture education and then came back home to farm here um, and then Joanna and I got married in 2002 and we're kind of looking for an opportunity for us to uh, I guess start our own business our own farming venture um, and we actually started out we leased what was the Tommy Bennett Orchard okay. um, for a couple of years so an existing business that um, the owner had passed away and um, they were looking for somebody to kind of keep that business going um, so we we started there and operated that business for two years figured out that we kind of liked it um, we enjoyed the one-on-one -on -one direct to consumer um, interaction that came with the business and then we got an opportunity to buy this farm uh, a couple years later in 2006 okay. and so we we joked and said that if our name was on the mortgage our name needed to be on the sign uh, <laughs> and so Hinton's Orchard and Farm Market was born uh, wow. then in May of 2006 so almost 17 years ago now. Oh wow um, so now that's been a unreal. fun evolution. It, it does it's hard <laughs> to believe that it's been that long and when we we stop and uh, we have an album of pictures of the farm when we first bought it yeah. and just about that time every year we'll get those back out and kind of remind ourselves of what it was when we bought it and, and how we've we've grown or, or when we get discouraged and we feel like we're behind on yeah. jobs then that, that makes <laughs> how, us how far you've so, come. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. Well and I want to get I want to get to more kind of the development of the farm and the fact that like I remember when my daughter was little, I brought her out here and you all had just opened so that is really crazy <laughs> time-wise but but back to your just kind of your history you mm -hmm. said so you grew up farming what kind of farming did you all do so um when I was young, I had my, my parents had beef cattle, and then they kind of evolved into uh, strictly row crops. And we did a lot of um, hay and straw and sold that to the horse farms in Lexington, uh, which actually kind of became my part-time my part side job. It was a side hustle before a side hustle was even a thing. Um, <laughs> when I was a student at UK, I had some, some okay. smaller customers that I sold hay and straw to. So That's smart. come home on the weekend and take a load back and then sell it out a few bales at a time. So oh, cool. uh, that was my part-time <laughs> job while I was uh, in college and helped keep 
and keep money in my pocket. Yeah. Um, and and so that was that was their their business um, doing um, the hay and the straw and then soybeans and uh, row crops was okay. was mainly what they did. So yeah. So um, so you did that and then you, of course you all where did you and Joanna meet? Um, we met at UK, and she can talk about that story later. Uh, the short story is we met at UK, and she didn't like me then. Oh, um, but, um, oh yeah, uh, I'm definitely going to ask yeah, her Yeah, we'll let, we'll let her <laughs> fill you in on the rest of that story. I like that. That's good. <laughs> but we did. We met at college okay. um, and became friends then through a mutual friend. Okay. Um, and then um, started dating in 2000, so after we'd both been out of college for a little while, and then... Two years later, got married, and the rest is history. The rest is history. So you um, you mentioned this, and I, I did not know that you were part of the the Raglan family. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've we've featured the Raglans on on our podcast and and our uh, board column because they are another really big, prominent family in Larue County, and obviously have really deep roots here. And and you share those roots, which is yes. really fascinating. Um, so Roy Raglan was uh, one of the original directors right, um, right. for Nolan, and and as I understand it, of course I wasn't here in the thirties. But as I understand, it was a big part of going around and talking yeah. to neighbors and, and friends to kind of help develop the support in Lurie County. To, well, I mean, we can really thank them for having electricity out here. For yeah. real. I mean, it's, um, yeah. And I, I know they were one of the first uh, farms to sign up and actually would have been before my mom was even born wow. um, that, that they were some of the early adopters. And so, you know, that's always meant a lot to me. Um, you know, some people some people say, "Well, you should treat me a certain way because this is who my family is." But yeah. I've never really looked at it that way. To me, it's more um, I have this legacy of of family who've been involved and contributed to mm -hmm. the community, and so I feel like that's something that we try to live up to every day. And whether it's with um, my involvement in agricultural organizations or in the community, or whether it's through our business, trying to um, not just be a place that that makes a living for our family, right. but makes a contribution back to the community and provides a service and, and things for our community. So uh, that's always been something that I feel like is, you know, is is deep within what we try to do here with, with our family and our business. And hopefully that's something that we're we're passing along to our kids too. Oh yeah, when you all live that out. I mean, we, we were talking before we came on, you've just recently been recognized um, for at least part of your involvement in the community, but you, you've done, I, I, what I can only assume <laughs> is a huge list of things that I don't even know about. So, can you talk a little bit about your involvement in the community? Sure, um, and we we are both very involved. And in, you know, some people say I don't know how you do what you do, but it's it's really just you, you find time for the things that you feel important. Um, and the the award that you mentioned um, is for involvement in the extension service, and I've. Um, served on the Extension Council on the District Board for several years and just finished up my third term as chairman of the of the District Board. And so that's been um, an important piece of me growing up and has been good resources for us as we started this business and as we grow our business. And so I feel like it's important to try to be involved in Extension and, and provide that you know, help guide the programming and, and help push that services out for extension. Um, involved in lots of agriculture organizations, the Lurie County Farm Bureau Board and sit on a state advisory, um, Farm Bureau Advisory Committee for Horticulture. Um, I've been president of the Kentucky Horticulture Society, which sounds fancy, but it's really, it's the fruit growers organization okay. for the state. Okay. Uh, Joanna is secretary of that board now, but I, I served on that board for several years and then I went off and she came on. Um, 
Um, also serve as chairman of the Kentucky Horticulture Council, which is kind of an umbrella organization for all of horticulture, wow. um, whether it's um, fruit growers, vegetable growers, uh, greenhouse operations, turf and lawn care, arborists, garden clubs, all of that falls under this Horticulture Council umbrella. Um, and so we've, um, while I've been on that board, have hired um, actually hired our first staff person and now we have five oh, wow. um, and administer a lot of grant programs that bring money, oh. um, federal money, a lot of it into the state to um, administer programs to help move horticulture forward and elevate horticulture. And so that's been really important to me as, as we've seen the opportunities in horticulture to, to try to give back to that industry and help yeah. move it along. Um, one of the other things that, that I do that I feel like it, it's kind of a, it's not exactly a fit, but it's a tie, um, is the is serving on the board for Feeding America, Kentucky's Heartland. Mm. Um, and vice president of that board right now and really enjoy that work and you know my connection with the food that we grow here and the agriculture industry and then being able to carry that a step forward and, and give back to the community through that mm -hmm. service and the work that is done by uh, Feeding America, Kentucky's Heartland in 42 counties across the state. It's, yeah, it's just really it's humbling work to sit and look at, at what that group does yeah. and um, you know as a board member I can take almost no credit for the work <laughs> that they do but it's it's neat to be a part of what yeah. happens over there every day and a lot of people don't know how much really goes on yeah. and I had no idea mm -hmm. until I got on the board and really started looking at the numbers and it's Is just that it's, a massive it's amazing how mm -hmm. much food passes through Elizabethtown and then goes out across wow. the state to help people in need so that's um, that's a group that I really ha have enjoyed being a part of and bring a little different perspective you know we got lots of bankers and hr people and all of those faces and then we got me over here as the farmer in the group but it's but it's been good because it's a different yeah. perspective i think to the board that that's been good i think jamie would agree with me if she <laughs> so, but uh so we do that and we we, we stay involved we're involved yeah. in our church and um have been involved in the chamber in the past and um just anything we feel like you know there's opportunity there to try to make the community better we want to try to be part of it well, again, I, I, that's just really evident in, in everything that you all do. And it's, it seems to be a theme. And I have to say, I was, again, we were talking before we came on, I'm learning so much about LaRue County. Um, when I first came to Nolan, I really didn't know a lot about LaRue County or its residents. And it seems to be a theme, especially among a lot of the farmers um, and kind of the agricultural community, that you're trying to help those that are going to come after you. Um, you really are investing a lot of time and effort into helping each other and then also help the the set of people that you know are going to invest their time into this as the generations go yeah. forward which which to me says a lot about the strength of the roots that you all come from but then the strength of the community that you're trying to develop now yeah, no i agree and i, I appreciate those comments because it is it's always amazed me get to a state level how many larue county people you see involved yeah. in the different agricultural organizations and we yeah. do have a really strong leadership base here in the county especially in agriculture and so it's fun to see how those roots reach out into the different organizations and even as a small county here we, we get involved yeah. in lots oh, of different yeah. directions especially yeah. in agriculture yeah you're everywhere yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean the hintons are everywhere but, no. but also just kind of in lurie county but yeah. so i, I want to talk a little bit about kind of our physical location here sure. so we talked about we're we're at your this is where your home is too correct? yes so. yes we live just on a adjoining property here uh, okay. on the farm um and we built this market um, so we bought the farm in May of, of 2006 and operated through that summer and fall um, just in an existing barn here kind of on the on the gravel in a 
unheated shed yeah. um, the first year and then we started construction on this building that winter and then for the spring of 07 we opened um, this market building and this building really kind of houses lots of things that we've got going on because mm -hmm. it um, it is our main retail space and it houses our commercial kitchen that um, all the the breads and things that we do in there um, come through the kitchen and it's um, we have our cold storage in here to store apples and vegetables and things in and uh, restrooms for the public and lots of things going on yeah. and then in the back is office space that that we utilize and then there's actually an apartment back there that we lived in for a while and now one of our employees oh, wow. lives in so, oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Uh, so so there's a lot, a lot going on inside the walls of this building. And, well, and this is a great space. I mean, it's well, such a beautiful you. space. Thank you. Well, and you all have, so I was going to kind of show some pictures of what the market or what your farm looks like, maybe a little bit more in full bloom. Because yeah. right now I know that you all are busy 100% of the year, but this is not kind of the more kind of what the public would see. So right. not the like fruiting season, that right. kind of stuff. Right. So right. I'm going to show while we're talking, I do want to show some pictures of, of what the farm looks like, but yeah. it's developed a lot through the years. So I, you've got, I know you've got the greenhouses, you've got mm -hmm. a lot of kids activities. How, did, how physically has it changed? Um, it's been this kind of continual evolution. I think when we started here, in 06, I think our vision was to add pieces. Basically, that that first year we were strictly fall. It was apples and uh, apples and pumpkins. We had planted some of our trees. We knew we wanted to do peaches and do some vegetables and get into that summer and fall season. Um, and then we we started doing a few flowers. Um, we added strawberries, and so that kind of moved us further back into the spring season. Then with the addition of the, the location in Elizabethtown and what that did for our flower business, um, because it was a garden center, strictly flower business when, right. when we were able to, to purchase that. Um, and so it, we kind of blended those two businesses together and it gave us a lot more opportunity for the greenhouses to grow. So uh, we now have six greenhouses that we grow plants, um, flowers and vegetable plants and all that stuff in. Um, and then one high tunnel that we grow tomatoes, to produce actually grow tomato, tomatoes mm -hmm. um, in that. And so that's grown. And then we've added on to kind of the end of the season with, uh, with the Christmas trees and the gift baskets and those things that we do kind yeah. of at the end of the season. So we've, we've added pieces so that we, we have this not quite year round, um, but uh, both markets will be open until just before Christmas mm -hmm. and then we're closed until spring, um, except that we now do the winter markets yeah. um, on Saturdays. So is that new? Yeah, last, I think last year was the first um, maybe two years ago this may be the third year that we've done the it, last but, three years have all meshed together yeah i know it's all <laughs> yeah. before covid and right and then COVID. after yeah um we saw um in 20 we saw a lot of people who kind of moved away from the box stores and they were trying to avoid going to the big crowds yeah. and so they were looking more to businesses like ours and so we saw our sales i think that's also when we started doing the legacy dairy the local milk um we we got a stronger um, supply of eggs from mm -hmm. a local producer and so it became kind of this regular grocery stop for folks yeah. um to do our, our bread and our milk and yeah. eggs and uh, the pens country ham and those things and so we didn't want to lose that traffic and we want to be able to to continue to provide that and so we came up with this idea to just be open on saturdays for a few hours um, and it, it's worked well um, so we're open nine to two on saturdays now um, and 
they're not huge days, but they're enough that, that yeah. it's good and it, it keeps people in those in that routine of coming to see us. And then mm -hmm. when we open back up at first uh, of April, they're they're not out of the habit of, of coming to see us. Yeah. And so that's been a good thing. I, I'm always chomping at the bit for your all's first day in the spring. I just cannot <laughs> wait. I start driving by early to see if you got your flowers out because yeah. I, I you just can't beat your all everything that you all produce. Well, I mean, we've. You. Love it. So, um, I, and I am going to talk to Joanna, so I'm going to save a few questions for yeah, her, please. but I just want to kind of get, wrap up our conversation with what, what this means to you. You've talked a little bit about that, about what being able to contribute to your community. And of course we didn't, we even talked about your kids. You got three great kids. Well, thank you. Um, and I might, I might just save that for Joanna. She can brag on the kids a little bit yeah. or, or whatever she needs to do <laughs> and, and tell the story about, right. about you all meeting. Right, right. Um, but just about what it means to you to be able to, to actively do this for a living. I mean, that you, that you all are able to make a life out of this, but then also, you know, what, what kind of world that you're leaving for your kids and the next generation? What does that mean to you? You know, it, it's really a blessing. We're, we're so blessed to be able to work um, in the field of agriculture. And, and I've always said, you know, to work with the gifts that God's given us to, to produce food um, for our, our, our fellow men. And the, the flowers, you know, are again a gift because it just helps to beautify the homes and communities. Oh, yeah. And um, so to be able to produce those things and, and give them to our not give them, but you know, to yeah. to grow those for our community yeah. means a lot, and just to be involved in this industry that has meant so much to my family for so long is is really important too. And um, you know, to to create a work ethic and an appreciation for those things in our kids is critical. And um, you know, someone paid our kids a compliment last summer and, and about their work ethic and about their ability to talk to people and, mm -hmm. you know, carry on a conversation with an adult because it's it's what they've done. You know, yeah. Jacob's gone to a farmer's market since he oh, was yeah, a kid. Oh, yeah, I remember, and, yeah. He was, um, he was making change way before he should have been able to make change. <laughs> right. Um, and I told Joanne, I said, if, if our children grow up and are successful contributors to society and learn the things that we're trying to teach them then all of this has been worth that to help mm -hmm. help bring them along that way and the other students that we employ and I know Joanna will talk about about them um, to give them some of that you know all that makes it worth what we do yeah. whether we make any money at this or not uh, to me that's that's the important part about what we're doing is trying to build that legacy and, and give to our community so all right awesome well thanks for taking the time to talk yeah, to me absolutely. We'll, uh, I'm gonna sh I'm gonna shift you out so I can right. uh, get the lowdown from Joanna. All right, thanks, Sarah. So Joanna, we're uh, I'm getting to talk to you now. So I'm we'll get to the story about how you all met because I really really <laughs> want to hear this. Uh, but I'm gonna start with you first. So talk a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? And and um, you know just kind of a little bit about your own history. Sure. Um, well, I grew up in Marion County, okay. um, and so a little bit away from here, it's the the blessing and the curse that I'm not from here uh, is is always what I say. But um, I graduated from Marion County High School and did go to UK. Uh, I was first in my family to go to college and oh, wow. um, marched in the marching band and played uh, in the UK bands there and met my college roommate who was from Leroux County. Okay. Uh, and so that begins the tie to here. So okay. um, largely it is her fault that I'm here. <laughs> and, uh, and she is the one that, that first introduced me to Jeremy. But uh, I'm one of three children. Um, my family is long rooted in Marion County. But uh, like I say, I've come, come over this direction and been here now for, you know, what is the majority of my life, even yeah. though it doesn't really feel like it. <laughs> those, uh, those early years seem longer. 
bigger for they whatever do. reason, don't they? <laughs> they do. Now, did you have any kind of farming history? Did you all do any of that growing uh, up? No. Um, my dad and my grandfather uh, ran a farm equipment business, okay. uh, but that was my closest tie to agriculture. So this was really not anything that I ever envisioned in my life. I have a history degree okay. um, and went into that not really knowing anything except that I really liked history. Yeah. And, As freshmen uh, do. That's and, what we that's do. Right. Yeah, that's, that's where, we, where do, I stuck yeah. in there. And um, over time, thought about teaching, but ended up, I worked in the nonprofit sector for several years okay. and uh, worked at a historic house museum and some different things and worked in historic preservation. And then um, we started the business here really in 02 when we got married, but by um, the time that we bought the farm here and I worked a couple of years after that and it just became apparent that it was important for both of us to focus on it in a more meaningful way and so um, I came here to the farm in 09 okay um, and we kind of laughed I, I came home full-time the first of June about that time and said well you know I might have a new job by Christmas but uh, <laughs> but anyway now many years later here we are uh, still being able to support both of us on the farm and Jeremy yeah. has sells some crop insurance and does some things that don't directly impact it. So really, I guess I'm the full-time um, wow. person here at the farm and he does some other things and is here full-time too. So. And you're still married. So congratulations. Absolutely. That's <laughs> Absolutely. But, it, but it sounds like it didn't start maybe quite that way. So yeah, <laughs> I got to hear the story. So well, you all met at college. We did. But As I said, my college roommate and I lived with her um, even beyond college and um, he was just her kind of redneck friend um, and was most everything that I was not looking for. <laughs> but uh, so I, I tell that story to my high school employees and say, you know, never say never. But um, but we uh, all graduated. He came home. Um, my roommate, April, came back and was an assistant band director at Lurie County. Um, and we had all been out of school a couple of years. I was still working in Lexington. And uh, he, she said, you should go out with Jeremy. And I said, no, no, I don't think I need to. But um, uh, he wore me down. Got and, other plans and, and as did right. Jeremy, apparently. That's right. <laughs> so things don't always work out the way you think. Oh, but uh, but that that's the way it came about. Well, that it seems like it's worked out really it, well. It for has. You, it has. Most days it's great. <laughs> and you do have three beautiful children. I, I mentioned I didn't get to get to talk to Jeremy about them, but talk yeah. a little bit about your kids. You've got some great kids. Well, um, you know, people in the community know our kids because they are out and about and have been a, a mainstay in our farmer's market presence uh, in Hardin County and here in Lurie County as well. So uh, Jacob is a freshman at UK, uh, graduated a year ago and um, is sort of out making his place in the world a little bit and that's that's been a scary transition for us but it's it's for, good yeah um, and then our daughter Jocelyn is a freshman uh, in high school at Lurie County wow. um, she's growing and is very different from her brother um, but is also um, a big part of our business and she's our planner she's um, gotten active in FFA this year and received some grants so she's actually gonna um, expand and grow mums for our business and um, try to kind of make her own place in okay. this. Um, I should awesome. say Jacob was, we were really honored that Jacob received the No Land Scholarship um, when he graduated from high school last summer. Um, and that's been a big part of us being able to put his education together and um, so important that No Land invest in our next generation. But uh, hopefully Jocelyn, she's got a little better grades than her brother. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe she can come around. But um, and then our youngest Joel is a fourth grader, um, and so he's just starting. He's he's watched his older siblings, and he knows what he wants to do. But we kind of have to back him up and and make him start at the beginning instead yeah. of letting him jump in. First. That's hard to that, that the youngest to That's see right. them like they're already doing stuff. Like yeah. I need to be there. But, I can uh, see that. but he's excited, and he's he's sort of always been the ambassador here. When people come, Joel has to talk to him, and uh, so he's awesome. kind of like a little old man in that way. <laughs> Now, did I see Jacob is interested in, in coming back home to this, or that at is, least that's the that's original plan? That's a plan, plan. Okay, yeah. So okay. he's majoring in ag economics, uh, which is sort of the business of farming. That's mm -hmm. how I explain it to people. So um, he, he's looking at some of those things. He's also going to do some horticulture classes, and and uh, we're you know we're hopeful that he'll come home. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll see what lies ahead for him. Like we said, he's been doing it since. It's um, you know, sort of in his blood a yeah, little bit. <laughs> so, I remember a story. There was a high school student that worked for us many years ago now, and he came in. He was about six or seven, and he had two different strawberries. And he told me that what varieties they were. And of course, Gosh. to her, they just looked like strawberries. Right. And she said, "How does he know that?" And I said, "Well, it's, it's all he's ever done." Right? Yeah. Well, they're awesome kids. So. Well, thank you. And you you mentioned uh, some high school students around here. You all you all are an employer in the community too. So you you help. And I know I've seen some younger, especially some younger uh, folks who work in your market, maybe in E-Town, yeah. and, and not just younger folks, but right. you, you kind of, it looks like you kind of give that first job uh, to some with of With a lot of folks. Um, and it, it kind of works both ways. We, we are blessed with, especially right now, a really great group of adult workers. And um, what we've been able to do over the years is find a lot of ladies who've been home with their kids uh, that are ready to go back to work, maybe not full time, mm -hmm. um, but it works in their schedule really well. And so um, that's important to me yeah. as a mother to be able to, to help mothers in a different way. And they have so many great skills that they are able to bring to us. Um, the other thing that we do is employ a lot of high school and early college students. So um, we've had students from ECTC over the years, or a lot of them actually are people that started with us in high school mm -hmm. and then have, have worked through while they were at ECTC. So wow. um, we've counted up, I mean, I think it's somewhere close to 60 kids over the course of wow. this business that have, um, for many of them, gotten their first job with us, or at least an early job. And that's, that's it's so awesome. humbling, really. Wow. And now many of them are out being, you know, contributing humans yeah. in, the, in the world. And so um, when I can look back and say, you know, she worked for us. Yeah, and um, you got to teach her, was, like, you know, yeah. how to how to be a business person and how right. to customer so, service and uh, everything that comes It's really neat. I saw, actually, the other day, one of our early employees is, has her own online business and nice. is doing some things while she's a stay-at-home mom. And That's so awesome. th those are fun to see. That's really cool. So you're contributing to the community in that way. But I talked to Jeremy about what he's doing individually. Julie, um, mm -hmm. and some of some of the things you all do together, but I know you are incredibly active in the community as well. What what kinds of can you can you come up with a, a list well, of things that you do? You know, we we do things from the very basic points where we're involved with our kids. Um, you know, we're band boosters. Uh, we were volleyball boosters when when our daughter played volleyball, and so we're we're trying to be active with them and support that. We're active through church with uh, some of the church league basketball and cheerleading that our church hosts, um, and and trying. To, to be there and be present with our kids. Yeah. But um, beyond that, you know, I've served on the chamber board. I'm very involved with the Leadership Lurie program, and I'm, I'm really proud of that mm -hmm. um, because it's a program that's making a difference in this community. Mm -hmm. um, and then probably the most recognizable thing that I do is that I've served on the school board for almost 11 years now. Yeah. Um, was just reelected for a term this fall, uh, which again is, is humbling that people entrust that, um, those decision-making behind 
upon me. But yeah. uh, you know, 2,300 kids in the school system here that, um, you know, as a business person, you bring a set of skills, and that's really what the school board's job is, is mm -hmm. to make sure that the, the business of the school system is handled properly. So right. um, it's, uh, it's, you learn a lot of things that you, you never thought you needed to know. But, I bet uh, you do. And it, it's one of those things, so many things that, that all people do. You kind of look out from the outside and you don't have any idea and maybe you have an opinion, but sometimes when you get inside of it, you see the intricacies of yeah. what actually happens, whether that's, you know, in a church, in a business, or on something like the school board. Yeah, yeah. It's easy from the outside to say, oh, I'd do it this way, but until you're really faced with it, it makes right. a, yeah, it makes a difference. It does. And I, one of the places I love to see you, because it means I'm getting things, is that I get to go to the farmer's market. And yeah. I know you you were one of the instrumental ones, your family, in the LaRue County Farmer's Market, kind of reviving, right? Sure, yeah. We've been doing LaRue County Farmer's Market, gosh, for, I don't know, 15 years or yeah. something like that. And it was something that was, um, was not exi in existence um, when we first started up again, oh, okay, but okay. it's um, over time changed a little bit. It's not a huge market, no, um, but, it, yeah. but it's uh, it's a consistent market. We do Thursdays uh, during the day, and the last few years we've been able to set up in the high school parking lot here uh, during the summer while school is not in session. And so, um, one of the best things we've done with the Larue County Market, in my opinion, is that um, the state supports a senior farmer market nutrition program oh, wow. um, that supplies. Um, dollars to seniors who might not be eating fresh, fresh fruits and vegetables. Wow. Many of those are people who may have used to grow their own garden and hmm. now they don't anymore. And yeah. so in LaRue County in particular, that has been um, really a huge piece for us to That's be able cool. to, to serve that community. That's really cool. Yeah. So again, kind of back where we are location wise, mm -hmm. And we, uh, Jeremy was talking a little bit about, of course, physically how the place has changed. But I mean, I can remember bringing Emma here when she was tiny, yeah. maybe to one of your first strawberry festivals. She was even. so shy, she I remember. Was. <laughs> yeah, she was. Uh, she could not have told you the different varietals of strawberry, I promise, <laughs> but she could have told you how good they were because yeah. she does love them. Um, but just watching the growth of school groups and yeah. families coming out here, I mean, this is this really is a destination now. People wow. come out here because they want to spend the day, after, you know, the, the afternoon or the day out here. I noticed your kitchen you know what you all are able to bake and produce even beyond kind of what's in the field to to producers I love your apple turnovers I mean the ice cream all of that stuff so can you talk a little bit about the growth of just how's how people's interaction with the farm has right. changed well we you know we started out as farmers yeah. and that's what we were doing and because of my previous work in the nonprofit sector you know I was really always wanted to make sure we stayed focused on that core mission of of this is what we do we're we're here to connect people to where their food comes from mm. um, but over time that changes and uh, you know we've gone through a lot of segments where you know people don't cook as much as they used to and so concentrating on either helping them cook that mm. or uh, things that people slice like tomatoes and cucumbers but that maybe they don't have to cook like a butternut squash right yeah um, and so um, you know it's always looking and focusing on what people want and what mm -hmm. our customers are telling us as far as the experience stuff that came really early on too because again that connection mm -hmm. uh, with farming with your food and just 
frankly, with a family activity to do yeah. that's something really simple. Yeah. Um, and so that's where we've tried to stay is things that connect to our farm, but things that also bring families together. Oh, yeah. um, and so what, being able to do, you pick strawberries and pumpkins in the fall, um, hay rides, simple things like that. And even this year we added a jumping pillow, which sounds really silly, but was a huge magnet. There were a few adults on it. I will not rat anybody Absolutely. out. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but it's just, um, it's just simple. You know, yeah. we all run so much much. We've mm -hmm. talked about all the things that we do and all the things that our kids do. Um, but when you can find that moment where you just simply enjoy being together, yeah. that's what we're trying to do. And the kitchen is part of that because if you feed people, they're happy. Right, right. right. So. And it's so good. And I can't make an apple turnover. <laughs> I can't either. But my friend Tina does a great job. And that's, you know, our team has helped us grow this. There's mm -hmm. no way that, that Jeremy and I could have done this together. But putting the pieces together of different um, staff who have different talents have really allowed us to expand and, and keep things. We in the kitchen we try to be very uh, diligent if you are eating it it's made with something we grew mm -hmm. for the most part um, I do cheat on pumpkin because it's way too easy <laughs> to do other stuff but we grow pumpkins um, but uh, but if you're eating an apple turnover it's made with yeah. our apples if you're eating something strawberry it's made with our strawberries blackberries peaches wow. all those things that's awesome so. you know I, I think about just kind of the the space out here and and how I looked, I looked as I was driving in and it changed because I, mean, I usually go to your E-Town market mm -hmm. for the most part because I live you know, pretty far from here. Right. But um, just how physically like the interactive pieces have changed. There's like there's some there's some stuff over there. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> they look like it's going to be a whole lot of fun, though, when you open it up for the kids and you all usually have like a corn maze. Right. Mm -hmm. And yes. And uh, there's just so many things for them to have that experience because, you know, I have a city lot. And so I have a tiny little garden, but not the experience of getting to like be in, you know, just being around kind of the growth of all of that is so important because we, we lose touch with that we when do. we grow up in cities. And and that's been a big part of our focus on school groups. Um, Jeremy talked about his degree being in ag education, but you know really he's teaching kindergarten and first graders mostly instead of the high school kids he was trained to, to teach. But um, you know, you can be talking with kids and you see those light bulbs go on because they can talk about it in the classroom. Mm -hmm. They they talk about how things grow, but when you can sit in front of them and hold a pumpkin vine um, or look at an apple tree and yeah. talk about the process and the seasons and all of those things, it makes it, it oh, puts yeah. those connections in place um, that hopefully those kids remember um, as they grow up and, and have kids of their own. Yeah. So again, about contributing not only to today, but, but to tomorrow. Exactly. And that's a big part of, Absolutely. of who you all are. Do you have any plans to do anything new or different in the next couple of years? Or are there any things you can talk, talk well, about? Well, it's, it's really our goal to add something every year okay. because we don't want it to ever be stagnant, uh, I guess is the way. So we kind of look through festivals. As I said, last fall we added our jumping pillow, which was a, a big addition. Uh, for us, and um, I'm not sure what fall the fall season <laughs> brings for us just yet. We we're uh, this is January, but um, yeah. we kind of spend January wrapping up the previous year and then start looking forward. But um, we're we're always collecting ideas and always looking for something. So stay tuned. That's all what right. I'll say. <laughs> well, and I will say so. You all have an, a real active Facebook page and, mm -hmm. and your website. Can you talk about where people can find you. Sure. Um, the website is great. It's always there, and we try to keep current things on there and it changes with the seasons okay um, but the most up-to-date information will always be through our Facebook page um, because we can update that you know very quickly and and uh, so you can talk about what we're gonna have for the weekends when new crops come in mm -hmm. all kinds of different things um, we're 
a few weeks from getting started in our greenhouses. So as those little bitty flowers and the seeds start to pop up, yeah. uh, then we'll be showing that just to tease everybody about spring coming. <laughs> that's right. I'm, and I always I, like that's how I know when you get the June apples, and when you get the white peaches because I, ha yeah. I watch your all's Facebook page well, because I, I, I gotta know when those white things peaches come and sourdough in. bread, right? That's right. It's sourdough <laughs> bread. That's, but you have that more frequently, right? right. Yeah. So what's your what is your website address? Uh, we are. Hintonsorchard.com. That's okay. Hintons with an S and then Orchard.com. Okay, and then on Facebook they'll search out Hintons. Hintons Orchard um, is and, on there as okay. well. Okay, all right. So as we, as we wrap up, I, I gave Jeremy the, the chance to talk about this, but what does it mean to you? What does it mean to you to be able to make a living doing this and to, to contribute back to your community in so many different ways and to raise your kids this way? What does that mean to you? Because it, it sounds like that wasn't necessarily kind of, you know, the end goal <laughs> that Joanna had in mind when right. you started out. Well, I think, um, you know, as a kid, I had the same kind of things instilled in me to, to make sure that you were making the world a better place um, as you went through it. And so um, that that continued on. It just wasn't quite in the in the pathway that I thought it might be. But um, I, I think it's it's really easy for us to sort of get complacent and think and get lost in what we do. But when you step back and you look and say, um, you know, I have these kids that have worked for me in the past and now they're great adults and continuing it on and that just means the world to me and and we have built a family within our staff here um, and everybody is important to each other and so those are the things that I hope I can be remembered for um, when I'm not here anymore. <laughs> Well, thank you all. I mean, thanks for the work that you do and for the for the role that you all play in this community and, and for having me out on a yeah. on a cold winter day. But I can't wait for, for things to kind of get Yeah. Well, get thanks for back coming to see us. Yeah. It was great. All right. Enjoyed talking to you. Thank you. And thank you for joining us for Wire to Wire with Nolan RECC. 